You are listening to The Mark Milton Show with Smash. Hosted by former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton, the STL tax lawyer. Here's Mark Milton. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. I'd be wearing my six shoes, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Yeehaw, this is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios at STL Tax Lawyer Headquarters here in beautiful De Pere, Missouri. Solly in the house, Smash in the house. We've I got do. a special guest we'll get to in a second. Smash, how you doing today? I'm doing good, and I tell you what I want to say to you. I enjoyed lunch with you last week, Solly, over at Rosalita. <laughs> it's really a great place to eat. I don't know where our friend was. I wasn't but, invited. Uh, oh, oh I wow. Oh. A coup d'etat is underway here oh. in the Miller Furniture Studios. What? Well, we did remember to include you, Mark, in one way. You see, we appreciate you leaving your credit card. So when we were (laughs) sampling to figure out what our favorite margarita was, we really got a good feel. And, oh, those fajitas were amazing. So thank you very much, Mark. We really do love working with you. Well, I hope you enjoyed it because that is fraud, and I'll be contacting contacting the authorities. um, Probably. Hopefully it wasn't over five hundred dollars because I don't think either one of you would last a day in a federal penitentiary. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got our guests here today. As why Sally didn't have his mic because I'm too cheap to buy a fourth microphone, uh, and I can't afford it now because they just put all my uh, put all this meal on the credit card. But anyway, Ryan Dickerber, the great Doctor Dickerber, as we jokingly refer to him, which we'll tell that story in a moment. But he's an attorney. With SWNW Law here in St. Louis, specializing in asbestos, uh, mesothelioma, uh, plaintiffs' cases, right? You guys handle plaintiffs' uh, work, so you're representing people who are who are harmed by asbestos and other harmful uh, products out there. That's right. We do. Um, we handle people who uh, or work for people who have uh, been diagnosed with mesothelioma or uh, lung cancer or any other type of occupational diseases. And as you can see, Ryan's a very thorough person. So he called yeah, me in advance about going to prep for the show. And I said, I can't be bothered with this. We don't prepare <laughs> yeah. for the show. But he's brought his legal pad here with yeah. a list of uh, bullet points and other things. So we appreciate that. Smash appreciates that. He's, I do he's got his own little notebook. I don't know. what I think he just does doodlings. And <laughs> I don't know. That there's much. Someday somebody will sell this for a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> you understand that? That's they did true. That, they did that with Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. They did that with Hemingway. We're gonna be doing it with smashing wit. Smash his little, <laughs> smash his little blue book. Uh, well, you are you are a well, very well regarded attorney. But we had you here today uh, to talk about your prowess on the pickleball court. This is we're sitting in the presence of greatness. Smash this uh-huh. guy won the over forty doubles U.S. Open in pickleball champion right here. Is that Bravo. right? Uh, Bravo. That, that's right, Mark. Uh, last week, uh, my partner, Jay Paulson and I went down to Naples pickleball uh, partner, not law partner, not <laughs> law partner, uh, pickleball partner. And, uh, Jay's lives over in Belleville. He's a, uh, he's retired at 40. He was in the air force for 20 years. You retired at 40. Yes. So he's, uh, he's been devoted strictly to uh, working on his pickleball game a lot lately. Yeah. And, uh, so we went down to Naples we brought the family, my wife, Alice, uh, nice. And the kids went down there, and uh, we were able to pull through last week and uh, went win the uh, men's over forty. Wow! Well, we'll get. I want to get into the details of that. Nice. But for those that don't know, Smash, do you know about pickleball? I I've seen when I was living in Phoenix, it was the early days of pickleball. It was like 2014, 15, right there. It was the early days, and all these old people in Sun City, just outside of Phoenix, 
they're all all playing pickleball. I I didn't join them. <laughs> Why uh, not? But, well, <laughs> I didn't get it. It was just like all these old folks, and I didn't consider myself one of them at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to be amongst them. You just want you didn't want to get embarrassed. It's probably more, oh, more likely, right? Let's see, do you have any racket experience, Smash? Are Tennis, you, pickleball, or are racquetball? You an, are you an attorney where I could possibly sue this man for? Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, you won't believe this. I, when I was in high school and I was so sad about it too, I was runner up in the Indianapolis high school tennis championships. I came in second. I should have come in first, but the guy beat me on some foul service, personal opinion. Wait, wait, wait. You were like in the finals of the Indiana high school. So you played tennis? Yeah. You know, I played tennis as well. I went to the state, Illinois, IHSA uh, qualifier, guys. doubles. So I, I yeah, absolutely. Well, so you got a long reach, man, with them long legs and everything. We had a, I, my partner and I were both probably 6'3 at the time. Yeah, yeah, so we, yeah. we were doubles, uh, yeah. doubles extraordinary. I used to love tennis, man. I used to yeah. love tennis. Great sport. I'd be watching Great all sport. these old folks playing pickleball. And the first thing I thought to myself, really, was why the name pickleball? Do you I know? Give you an answer, sir. I know a little bit about the background of that. There's, I, th- I believe the game started back in the state of Washington, and uh, it was a family game. I think this family uh, put this together. They were uh-huh. playing in their backyard, yep. and uh, their dog was called Pickle, and uh, they uh-huh. created the game Pickleball. Uh-huh. And um, like you said, though, the game's gotten a lot more popular yeah. you know, from 2014 going forward. Um, they say it's the most participated uh, or it's, it, most the fastest growing, yes, yeah. it's the fastest growing sport right now in America. It's overtaken so, bowling. Yeah. So how how did you get into it? Because I know you're a you're very accomplished tennis player. So how did you? Are you still playing tennis? Did you transition to pickleball? Tell us about your yeah. uh, how that evolved. Yeah, I, I played a lot of tennis growing up. Uh, right down the street here at Depair Park, I started playing there when I was ten. You think you could have taken him? Uh, at the oh, night? I know he could have. I'm sure he could have. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'd played a lot of tennis uh, through high school, and then I uh, took a took some time off and played again in my 30s. Uh, played a lot with my friend Michael Lacob here in town and plays a lot of double men's doubles tournaments. And then around 2016, I uh, had a hip operation and uh, stopped playing tennis uh-huh. and um, transitioned over to paddle tennis, did that, which is an outdoor sport in the yes. winter. And then I was at the Richmond Heights Rec Center, actually, and um, was there to walk on the treadmill, heard some noise in the gym, Walked in there, and there's a bunch of people in there playing pickleball on the gym courts. And I walked out there and uh, started playing with a group of strangers and um, and liked it. And then started looking online where else I could play and went over to uh, the Webster Rec Center and started playing there on Sunday nights. I would think with having hip surgery that might have immobilized you to a certain extent as a tennis player, because I understand that pickleball, you don't have to move all that much, right? You do not. It's a smaller court. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a little bit of lateral movement, but uh, that's why it's a great sport for people in their 60s, 70s, even into their 80s that are playing out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't. There's not as much movement required in it. Have you come across the great Don Schreiber in your pickleball uh, days? My father-in-law is a very avid. We call him Pickleball Poppy because he oh, really? plays pickleball so often. <laughs> I haven't, we haven't made it out on the court yet, yes. you know, but I've heard a lot of good things about him. I heard he's got a very, very good game. Well, I told him, if, is there an over 70 
uh, pickleball Absol- league? I mean, or yeah. like a U.S. Open? Because I oh, feel like he could, yes. he could really compete, and I think. Absolutely, and I think that's why people are so interested in the sport or they like playing the sport, is that the, uh, the way they have it set up in these tournaments or for um, the national tournaments is that you've got, peop- you've got age groups. You have 40 and over, 50 and over, 60 and over, 70 and over, and uh, so it allows a lot of people to compete with people their own age. Do you feel guilty that you're just now like barely 40? It's kind of like the guy <laughs> who joins the senior tour, yeah. like Phil Mickelson and just yeah. dominates. Do you have any remorse about that? Or how old um, were your opponents throughout the tournament? Let's hear about yeah. the tournament. Yeah. So 80. we had, we had a couple uh guys who were in their forties, <laughs> but I will say that our uh, quarterfinal match was a gentleman who was in his early forties and his partner was about in his mid fifties and mid to late fifties. Uh-huh. Okay. Phenomenal player, though. Phenomenal so, player. So t- tell me about the qualifying process. So, like, how did you go from playing pickleball here in St. Louis to playing in a national U.S. Open tournament and becoming the champion? The uh, The U.S. Open pickleball setup is it's open for anyone. It's similar to golf. You know, if you're an amateur trying to play in the U.S. Open, you can go through the qualification process um, and qualify for the U.S. Open, potentially, in golf. But for pickleball... There is a you. It's a lottery. You put your name in it, and you put you in, into the age bracket or the skill level that you think you should be at. Um, in my situation, I started playing a couple of years ago. I've been playing more tournaments in the last eight to nine months. Um, and uh, Jay and I got together around New Year's, decided that we were going to enter the forty plus, and. Um, Things have kind of just taken off from there. Played a few tournaments early on this year here locally. That was my first tournament um, on a national level or at a, at a national event. You know, you think of the other sports, basketball, football, then, and I'm saying this in the wrong way or to be inappropriate to you, especially since you're an attorney, but they got, like, women coming around. Andy. The pickleball have, like, groupies? The, well, I mean, there are – there's. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of females that do play. You well, know, the females are actually, it's not a man. Yeah, they allow them to play, man. They do allow the oh, women yes. to play pickleball. Uh, you come a long way, baby. <laughs> and there's a ton of women that are that love the sport and they love to play uh, of all ages. You know, uh, my mom, who's 80, close to 80, plays out of Mar- uh, Maryland really? Heights. Uh, there's people playing in their 20s that are, are females. Uh, I'd say one of the strongest players in St. Louis area is a school teacher, uh, my friend Amy. Uh, down in, um, uh, she's, I want to say Hillsborough area. Uh, and I apologize, Amy, if I got your, uh, hometown wrong, but, uh, she's a former volleyball player uh-huh. and, uh, that's, what's great about it. You think you mentioned basketball or yeah. these other sports is, um, the best players in St. Louis or people who are playing actively, <laughs> a lot of them are not racket players, racket sport uh-huh. players. You got basketball players. You got people who played uh, softball, hockey, uh, volleyball. There's some people who left the sport of racquetball uh, and now are playing pickleball, but um, you've got uh, basketball players as well um, who are who are taking up the sport. And when we see pickleball, like on ESPN top ten or anything like that, yeah, well, yes, uh, it's growing that if, big. If you Google it, if you YouTube it, you're gonna see uh, it's been on ESPN on Saturday night. The, the CBS Sports Network put the uh, men's final doubles on. They really? also put the women's doubles final <laughs> on. And um, it's uh, it's growing in, in, in popularity. It's it translates well to television, um, and um, uh, I think they're you know you're going to see it get on national television instead of these uh, 
side streaming, you know, uh, platforms. I say for the sake of retribution, as the parents used to take the kids to soccer when they were little, the kids who are now grown up would take the parents to pickleball, and that way you get your gas money back. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I like I'm that. About. Now, do you are you allowed to say take sponsorships, like have on your uh, chest? Oh, yeah. The STL tax lawyer, if you're maybe you're going to be playing in a nationally televised. Good idea. Did well, you have sponsors well, for this event? Um, I did not have any. Uh, actually, well, for this event. Rackman man down the, oh, street, yeah. down the street here uh, does does uh, give me give me some clothing. So, okay. So uh, um, you don't have clothing. Yeah, I need some clothing out there. Um, I like the, uh, I have a, we have an event on Saturday. I'm playing the pro tournament here down at Missouri Pickleball Club uh, on Saturday uh, during the day. So that's There's an opportunity. That's, an, that's an opportunity for you, Mark. You could um, have, you, you need an agent. You need so I you mean know. you're a U.S. Open champion. <laughs> we can this start is, that out of this office. We we we. <laughs> Hear this solid we um i think i can handle it smash but we could cut you in for a small small fee um so it is amazing because i went to kansas city man it was probably four years ago chicken and pickle have you been to chicken Great and pickle place. yeah yeah so chicken and pickle is this concept where you've got indoor outdoor pickleball courts you've got basically a full-blown sports bar great food they have plans to put one in st charles i mean the sport Really has grown tremendously, but do you think it'll stay? I mean, I just feel like, is it a fad, or do you think this will, you know, this really has staying power? I, th- I think it does have staying power because of how many different people it attracts. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, you don't, it's a low level of entry. You don't even have to be an athlete to play the sport. You can just pick up a paddle, pick yeah. up the wiffle ball. It's similar to a wiffle ball. It's a little harder than that. And you can immediately start hitting the ball back and forth. And that's why people, I think, I've grown to love the game um, because you've got families who some people are good athletes, some are not great athletes. So it's, it gets everybody outside. Well, and I feel like you can compete with somebody, even if I played you, who's, you know, obviously at the top of the game, you can hang in there because it's not like you can like smash the ball that like, no matter how hard you hit the ball, it, you can still return it. Like, it's not like tennis where if o- the guy's overhead. hitting 140 mile an hour serves, you don't have a chance. Pickleball, like the way the game is set up, it, it allows anyone to sort of be able to compete. Yes, yes. There's a you don't you're not going to see aces in pickleball. You know, it's a oh, it's yeah. an underhand serve. I've been accused of having too high of a serve. My yeah, father-in-law that, accused me of that. That's illegal. I see uh, the follow through can that is illegal. The follow through can come above your waist, right? Yeah, it's so where you, you make, make contact. It's got contact's got to be below the waist. Yeah, I have a big follow through, yeah, which yeah. gets mistaken for yeah. a. Well, you're, you're learning serve. the right technique. That's that's important because when you I'm actually pretty good for the limited yeah, amount I've really. played. I'm actually a pretty good pickleball player. And like you said, it's not that exerting. It is a good workout, but like you could have a beer. Like it kind of that's where the social you know, uh, there is a social element to the game. Yeah, and if you go down to Tower Grove on a Friday night, I would say starting a couple weeks through the through the summer, you're gonna see. I'm not kidding. 250, 300 people at times on a wow. Friday night out there. They got pickleball the courts. courts out there? They do. They're fantastic. And uh, people are of all ages are down there with their chairs, coolers, yeah. hanging out. They'll play for three or four hours. Does it cost a lot of money to, to play? And I, I ask that because you have to buy special shoes, special rackets, special balls. What do you need to buy for that? Yeah, I mean, you can get a... A paddle for as cheap as twenty five bucks. Oh, yeah. uh, the the balls are like a wiffle ball. You can go to play it against sports or anywhere, you know. Or racket man, or racket man, absolutely. <laughs> and um, and racket man's going to set you up with the balls. You can get some higher end paddles there at racket man. Get great clothes. Great, that's where racket I bought man. mine. I bought a Jimmy Buffett Buffett Margaritaville paddle. 
Oh, from Buffett's, see, my, Buffett's a genius. Yes. Buffett is a genius. So he may, he has his own line of yeah. pickleball stuff. Probably has it at all these uh, complexes, you know. Right. The villages or wherever plus, else. Uh, oh, complexes yeah. Complexes around the country. Like the Ozarks. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they have pickleball there. I mean, it's yeah. it literally, I feel like it's, they're popping up everywhere. The pair here, those courts are crowded. If it's nice out, I mean, those cr- the courts are packed all day, every day. It's unbelievable. There are possibility of fights because somebody's questioning the call, shall we say? I mean, physical um, fights, man. I heard a story last night that there was a close to a fight down in Naples uh, oh, really? at, at the tournament last week uh, at in a certain age level between two men on, uh-huh. a, on a close call. Uh-huh. One gentleman thought it was out, one thought it was in. Um, but overall, that that doesn't typically happen. Yeah. But know? aren't there refs? Um, Wasn't there a ref for this? There are refs, but uh, they're not. They don't have the best eyes, okay. I'd say. And uh, they are. Uh, these are volunteer refs, and um, <laughs> um, so you're gonna. Some are good. Some are some are, are weaker. You know, uh, referees. But uh, most of the time, you're you're self policing yourself. I mean, on on balls that are in or out and making your own calls. I'll yeah. tell you where it gets real tricky is the kitchen. So smash. You know what the kitchen is. So I've the been kitchen. To many kitchens in my day. <laughs> the, the kitchen is the area between the net. And the, I guess you call it a service line in tennis, but I don't know what you call it in pickleball. That's called a kitchen? Yeah, so you can't be standing in the kitchen and hit the ball out of the air. So you have to let it bounce if you're inside the kitchen. I feel like that's an area where a lot of faults oh. may or may not get called. Probably a lot of controversy. Have you had, close. Have, yes, well, no, yes. because you can't, like, it can be hard to judge whether someone is, if they hit it out of the air, whether they're standing in the kitchen or not. Yeah, so you can only approach, you, you only can get about four feet away from the net. There's a line yeah. there. They call that the kitchen line. So you can't cross the kitchen line and hit a ball out of the air. Is there a zone called the pantry associated with the kitchen? <laughs> There's not just the, not kitchen. just the kitchen. That's where a lot of the knife fights are in the kitchen. So and that's where the dinking and the dunking the, goes. The dinking, that's the slow pit, you know, the slow pace of, of the game, and then people speed it up. And then you get into the knife fight of who can who knife has who, fight. Who, knife fight who has the faster hands to Ooh. clear to clear the ball. That's fight. what they call it, really. That's a term. That's fight. my turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he coined it. He coined it here first, yeah, folks, on the Mark yeah. Milton Show with the I Smash. Like that. Got Ryan Dick Herber, attorney extraordinaire yeah. uh, with the law firm SWMW here in St. Louis, but also a pickleball champion, the U.S. Yeah. Open champion over 40. So tell us about, I mean, did you have some close matches? Like, tell, tell us about what took place down in Naples last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to expect going down there. I mean, I knew the play was going to be probably higher level. Uh, most people who are going to travel to Florida to play pickleball are going to be a little bit more serious. And um, naturally, though, in a, in a tournament, you get a little, you know, you don't know who you're going to be facing. You don't, these aren't marquee names. I mean, mm-hmm. these are guys like me who are <laughs> going down to Florida to play pickleball, you know, let's be honest. Uh, but uh, are there any marquee names? Um, I think, I mean, I know the marquee names of, uh, you know, the, these top level players. You're yeah. seeing some of these pros, tennis pros who are, 100, 200, 300 in the world that are starting to get into pickleball. Interesting. And uh, you're not going to see uh, the Williams sisters or right. know, Jonathan Isner or these guys that are going to give up their tennis career and, and tra- sure. move over to pickleball. But um, um, we had some very, very good matches. I'd say our best match our, was the quarterfinal match, uh, which uh, was against a, two gentlemen from Naples area. Uh, one was a runs a pickleball academy down there. He played a uh, Big Ten tennis at Ohio State, and then his partner was uh, this guy in his fifties. It was just 
fantastic. It was unbelievable. But not good enough, apparently. Well, we, we got lucky, <laughs> and uh, we were able to pull that one out in three sets. And then uh, our semifinal was um, okay. It wasn't a, as, as challenging of a match. And then our finals was uh, was interesting. We played some uh, two good players, one from Marco Island and another one from Hilton Head. And my partner Jay played fantastic. He was uh, he cramped up in the semifinals. I thought it was over. He fell down on the court oh um, in the second set, and then he uh, he um, took a 15 minute break, which you're permitted to do. Took some leg cramp pills and uh, got back on his feet. We finished that match, and then we went through the finals. And he was probably playing at 60 percent, and um, we were able to win that. I've almost lost smash a couple. Couple of times due to yeah. cramping, we've just had to kind of, <laughs> kind of pin him up in the corner <laughs> and extend the microphone to Bra- brain cramps. Yes, he lays in pain <laughs> on the floor. So they, they only every match was only so single elimination. Yeah, how many teams were in the Naples event? In the in my bracket, I think there were there were sixteen teams that that competed in the forty and over. Okay, um, so you had and it was best of three. Best sets? Two out of three sets. Wow, that's uh, not that much. I mean, I mean, think about don't you play to eleven? You play to eleven on each set. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. that match, I would say each in pickleball, your each each game should last about twenty minutes. That's what they these tournament organizers, you know, predict. Um, that match, the quarterfinal match was about an hour and twenty minute match. It was a it was a long one. That's wow. a long match for pickleball. You know, tennis, you could be looking. You know, a three-set match in tennis is probably three. Hours. Well, because it's like volleyball where you're – well, is volleyball like that? Where you're only scoring if used you're serving. To be, used to be when, like, uh, Steve Timmons played and, you know, the, the, you know, the Red Sandman. You know, he, uh, I don't know who that is. Late 80s. Tennis or volleyball? Volleyball, one of the best <laughs> men's volleyball players of all time. But uh, you're not scoring in pickleball unless you're serving. Um, correct? Correct. Yeah. That's so it the, could that's theoretically the old volleyball school. It's it's the old volleyball uh, scoring system. So you only score on your serves. It's not rally scoring. Right. And smash. I'll tell you this much. Serving is actually in tennis. You know, you're on the you're in the advantage when you're serving. Not the case in pickleball. Am I right? That's right. You're not going to get free points on the serve. Very very rarely. You know, it's uh you need to. Uh, my boy Bob Curtis out in Webster. He's a great player. He's 62. I think he's the best 62 year old in the country. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he has two two rules: don't miss a serve, don't miss a return, because you're not gonna, you can't <laughs> yeah. hit winners off either of them. Pickle so. pickleball poppy may take exception to you calling him the best sixty two. We got to get him on the court. Together. We got to get yeah. him on the. So he wants to start a pickleball podcast here on the Milty Media Network, and we're talking. Maybe Why you not? could be a co-host, and yeah. you get sponsors. That'd be fun. I don't know how much you could really. T- I mean, do you think you could talk weekly about like what's going on in pickleball? Well, be well, well, let's content? talk. Yeah, let's talk about this weekend. We've got the uh, APP tournament this weekend out at Missouri Pickleball Club in uh, down wow. in South County. It's the biggest indoor pickleball facility in the country. They've got 18 courts inside. Uh, the top players in the world are coming in to play. Um, and this weekend. this weekend, the pros are playing on Saturday. Um, there's a little bit of a local flavor to it, which is great because. Uh, You've got a guy out of Columbia, Missouri. This kid is amazing. Never played tennis in his life. He's from Columbia, and his name's Dylan Frazier. He's probably one of the top 10 players in the world, and he's 22 years old, and he's an accounting major at, at Mizzou. Let's get him at the Milton Law Group. Let's bring this yeah. kid. Let's get him. He, Let's hire him here. He's in town this week. This week. Let he's him got, know. Maybe we'll get a I'm sponsorship. playing with him tomorrow at 4. All right, so. let him wear your hat maybe. I've got that. We're hat. Looking it doesn't for it. fit well. I try to wear it down in Naples for you because I was going to give text. you a screenshot, you know. But uh, it's just like uh, we need to work through that. Really? You yeah. Know, there's a pickleball channel online called Pickleball TV or something like that. I think 
Am I yes. right? Yeah. So you can you can go online and uh, they do a lot of live streams on there, um, and you can pick up on YouTube. You can PPA pickleball, do some search terms. You're going to pick up a lot of the pro tournaments on there. Um, so this is going to be live streamed. It will, they have one court set up at NPC. I was there on Sunday night practicing because I'm playing on Saturday myself with a Peter Hantak, who's a local. Uh, Country Club Pro here in town. He's a great racket player. So we're playing in the men's pro pro division. It'll be our first pro tournament together. So are you a pro or are you an amateur? Like, not, do you win money? Um, I have not. No, I'm not a pro. I'm a 5-0 player, which is the highest level you can be as an amateur, I'd say. What to, um, well, how do you become a pro? I think I got to just start. We got You got to start playing in the pro tournaments and trying to yeah. compete. And then if you – they have a rating system. And the better you get, um, they, there is a, uh, uh, a rating system on pickleball tournaments.com the association will give you a rating and eventually you're going to be jumped into that five five level which would be a pro level in bodybuilding i know you can't tell by looking at me but i know a lot about it (laughs) in bodybuilding they have the naturals and they have the freaks the guys on the steroid yeah you got naturals and freaks in uh, pickleball or what you got there you've got uh You've got you got people. He didn't have that shapes. in his notes. Yeah, he that's, wasn't that's a tough that question. question. Yeah, not ready. I'm looking down at my notes, and that is not a category here that I thought was going to be touched upon. But you got a lot of people of shapes and sizes in pickleball, and yeah. uh, and you've got uh, my buddy Neil Evans, great player. He's setting up courts out in Newtown right now. He's putting 12 in. Really, um, former bodybuilder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The guy, the guy's got strong legs. Yeah. Strong wow. legs. Yeah. And this MPC, this is uh, wasn't that like a former trampoline park or something? They turned into a pickleball center. It or could a club. Have been. Who knows? I, it, yeah, it looks like it could have been outfitted for something that you and I could have been there with our kids. Like yeah. One of those sky zone places. But somebody put this together. I mean, you have to pay a membership fee to. to I'm just curious about yeah. the finances of yeah. pickleball because yeah. when I see. Pick, you know, chicken and pickle. Yeah, I thought about, I mean, I saw that one in Kansas City. I was like, man, maybe this is something I would try to bring to St. Louis. But Friend then I'm like, me. what's they're, that? They're coming to St. Louis. Well, there is one coming, but I'm just wondering, like, the economics of it. Like, are people willing to pay to have court time? Because there is a lot of free court yeah. time. So, like, right. how do you see this evolving? Like, do you think it'll be like tennis where people, because I think it's a threat to tennis. You know, like, oh. I think these, ten, like, the MAC or, you know, front the different tennis clubs, it's, you know, it has to be a little bit of a threat to them yeah. in terms of, Older people, instead of going out and playing tennis, they're playing pickleball at free courts. I I, I agree because it's well, I think it's a more sociable game. I mean, tennis has been around forever. Uh, a lot of people play a lot of doubles. Women do, men do, and, and it's not easy. Uh, tennis it's not easy if you're not trained. If you don't put in the work, I mean, like right now, if I went out and tried to, you know, I haven't played tennis in a couple of years, and I can't, I couldn't hit a ground stroke. Probably, you know, I could, I could get by. But I mean, in terms of like being in the form where you're got a good serve you got the ground stress working it takes some effort whereas pickleball you can go out and just pick it it's like riding a bike immediately yeah you're immediately going to yeah. be have success in pickleball you're going to hit the ball over the net you're going to hit 10 in a row you're going to pick it up very quickly you know in the uh, sports of let's say football and basketball you drink a beer at the kentucky derby with the horses you got the mint juleps is there yeah. a particular drink that the pickleballers sip on you got Budweiser, you've got uh, <laughs> people are drinking Bud Lights. Uh, you've got you know Ultra. You know people trying to stay uh, uh-huh. keep their calorie count ninety cal- ninety five calories, keep, keep yeah, those carbs low. And yeah. then you've got uh, you know the truly crowd, and you know it's a uh, 
but there are the common thing that you'll see out in the parks though, uh, through the summers is you're going to see people playing pickleball and you're going to be seeing people with air with coolers. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, you're there for, that's the one thing that I didn't realize is when I told people, yeah, I'll go down and meet you at tower Grove is, uh, it's a three hour deal. Oh I mean, really? It's uh, or you, there a lot of people like to hang out there for the, for the, yeah. it's a pony the, smash. You no, know, you want to hang out, you want to hang out. And, uh, um, so that's what makes it fun though. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of great people. Uh, from all over the area. I mean, I've meeting people from Festus to Pacific, Missouri, down to you know Newtown to Lake St. Louis. I mean, there's people coming from all over but, the area. So, so with the NPC though, like, are there what is their source of revenue? Is it just membership fees, or do they have like a yeah a bar there? What's yeah the yeah. So NPC NPC is great. I mean, they they've got it's an indoor facility. It's strictly indoor. Uh, I think they opened at the I wouldn't say August of last year, and so they haven't. We haven't seen what it's going to look like in the summer months, but um, it's a $20 membership fee and then per month. And then you're able to go out there and rent your court and you got to pay for a court time, but it's not uh, a high amount. It could be, you know, you can look it up on the website. It could be five bucks an hour or something like that. And um, so, I, and they have, they have refreshments and beer and stuff like that there. Um, and it'll be, they've been, I think they they have over a thousand plus members is my understanding. I think they're doing well and wow. um, it's a great facility. Um, they've only been open, like I said, for eight months and they've already gotten a pro tournament in there. They've uh, they've got great courts. Um, and um, in the summer months though, I mean, people are going to be going to their parks, you know, Tower Grove, Tillis Park down in the South city, Schroeder Park. Uh, there's a lot of parks that have these pickleball courts. Um, possible, now. possible Olympic sport. In the future? It is. It is. I think it's an Olympic sport and not the next Olympics, but the following. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see who's going to, hopefully Dylan's going to be, could be, could be there. Missourian could be, you know, playing on behalf of the So they'd have divisions based on decades of age. Um, They do in these, in the national tournaments. I I don't know how the pickleball, how the Olympic format's going to work. I don't think they have age brackets in the Olympics. You got to be the best in the world. Okay. The best in the world. Why are you yelling at me in front of a lawyer? (laughs) (laughs) But they do give, it's kind of, they do give them medals. If you win in pickleball, they give you a gold medal. That's outstanding. Why didn't you wear it? You should have worn it here today. I should have brought it in here. That would have been great. great. We appreciate you joining us here on the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. Remember Miller Furniture locations in Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and now Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. I was actually at by Miller Furniture on uh, Saturday night. I took the kids to Chuck E. Cheese by myself because my wife went to uh, Tim McGraw. So, Oh, really? <laughs> it's great. I sat there right next to the little carousel. Yeah. And the kids were just you know playing. Yeah. So, I didn't test out the beer limit. Yeah. I didn't have beer. I just drank Coke, Pepsi-Cola, so I didn't have to worry about that. So while your wife was digging on Tim McGraw, you over there with them little <laughs> fake animals that are playing the music at Chuck E. Cheese. See, I didn't go near the stage. I, I, keep, I stay back by the game so I can kind of keep an eye out on everything. So I oh, thought you were the one asking for a backstage pass, man. For the Chuck E. Cheese, uh, the, the, the the band? I used to love the band. It was always great. I didn't see Chucky there either. I think the staff shortages, they'd rather have people, you know, fixing <laughs> the game <laughs> than having Chucky. Uh <laughs> Running around. Well, we appreciate joining. Anything else you want to tell the audience about pickleball and about your law practice? Um, Can I ask you a question about your law practice? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you do intellectual property type of law? I don't. I do. I do all personal injury work. I uh-huh. do people who have uh, workplace exposures or been injured on the job, um, and um, 
I, I do not do any any IP work. They still I, doing. I can, pay, are they still requiring associates and law clerks to do the page and line summaries for depositions? I hated. that. We do that. We still yeah, do I that. St- yeah. I, st- I worked at a de- stuff. I worked at a uh, asbestos uh, defense firm when I was in law school. And that was a big, big part of my job was reading the depositions, yeah. listing out. You know, because uh, what happens is in these cases, a lot of times somebody will get uh, you know mesothelioma or some other lung cancer or something caused by allegedly caused by a product, and then they have to go back and talk about their work history. Maybe they were you know, doing drywall or doing, you know, a lot yeah, of Navy right. back in the day, a lot of people that yes. were in the in millet in the Navy would get exposed to asbestos because those ships were just covered in asbestos. Am I right? And so really? that asbestos fiber gets into your lungs. I mean, it's fatal. Yeah, I mean, right. if you get that, it's, it's really bad. It's a yeah, it's a sad story overall. And it's a sad situation for all my clients or all of our clients. Um, it's, uh, I don't wish it upon anyone. Uh, but I, I love what I do. I like working for, uh, you know, all the, all the different trades, uh, veterans. Um, it's a great people, great people. Uh, all of them are great people and great families. So that's still, I mean, the asbestos litigation is still very much alive. I mean, there's still people that are contracting mesothelioma and, and, um, you know, yes, people are still being diagnosed with mesothelioma and lung cancer and asbestosis. Um, these are all diseases that are linked to asbestos exposure and, um, everyone's been exposed to it in a different way, shape or form, you yeah. know, and, uh, unfortunately, um, you know, people who are my parents age, I have clients as in there as young as 40 years old though, too. Uh, so what's, well, and I safety tip for the listeners. I actually, so we were doing some work in our basement. We needed to get to the rafters and we had this old ceiling tile and had I not had this experience, you know, representing, you know, dealing with this, uh, these kinds of cases, I would have just started ripping down this, old ceiling but i was nervous about it so i had a guy come out he tested the the tile got a negative test and you know it was 350 bucks but i mean that peace of mind to know like hey my kids play in the basement and they're not gonna be breathing this stuff in if there's because of dust that's the thing if you don't disturb it it's not so much an issue right it's more when you start doing renovations friable you know and um that's when when it becomes airborne yeah it's really it is really sad of all the kind of attorneys you could have been, why'd you pick that? Um, I started off as a defense lawyer, um, and I did that for five or so years. Um, I clerked in law school for a great uh, plaintiff's lawyer here in town, and I really enjoyed the work. Um, and um, I feel uh, my oldest sister, actually, Smasha, she's in her early 50s, uh, had a tragic incident uh, in the late 70s when, I, when we were living in St. Charles, uh, where... Uh, which involved a uh, a lawnmower, which was in my mind when I look back at it, I wasn't born. I, maybe I was one or two years old at the time, but uh, the um, it was defective, I'd say. Um, and uh, she lost part of her uh, leg below her knee, yeah. um, and um, so that's always resonate. You know, of, of of you know that manufacturers of products need to you know make them as safe as possible. That's right. um, and uh, that's kind of why I gravitated to that part of the law, um, and that's. What, what I wanted to do. Um, and, um, my sister, you know, uh, was still able to play sports, great athlete, uh, great mother. Um, and, uh, she's, uh, doing very, very well, you know, um, but it's, uh, that's kind of why I went to that side. That's Fighting for the little guy. Impressive young man. Both of you guys, me and Sally over here, we're just loungers. <laughs> we don't bother nobody. Are you cramping? You getting cramps? <laughs> you need some water? <laughs> 
All right, Ryan Dickerber, we appreciate joining us. U.S. Open pickleball champion. Thank you, guys. Ryan Dickerber, attorney extraordinaire. Uh, If you have uh, injuries or you need, you know, legal assistance, be sure to check him out. Ryan Dickerber, SWMW Law. Thank you for joining us here on the Mark Milton Show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You have been listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash and Solly, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. You can catch us anytime on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can check us out. Please give us a review. We appreciate our sponsors. Miller Furniture, again, with locations in Belleville, Lake St. Louis, and Ellisville. You can shop anytime online at millerfurniture.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R furniture.com. And Rosalita's Cantina, which the boys here went apparently last week. Thanks, Mark. Without me. I'm really pretty upset about it, but, um, you know, I got my fix in a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I may head over there today without you guys. Oh, without. Honest. That's um, how you treat us. Probably now. go to the happy hour. You know, they got the four to seven. You can't beat it. The Rosalita's margaritas. The chips you got the salt. Cinco uh, going on, too. Cinco de Mayo. I'm actually, right. I'm actually headed down to Florida. We talked about this. Oh, that's uh, right. Thursday. Yeah. You're going to be in attendance, right, Smash? You wanted to attend the uh, CLE virtually? I may be able to get you a free pat my uh, free pass code attendance code to attend the uh, presentation on. Fraud. Oh, with the speech you're doing. It's a present. Yeah, it's a speech is a little sm- little much. It's a it's a present you a presentation something? continuing education on uh, fraud. It's a civil fraud exam. Yeah, or if fraud they have a live feed, comment. that'd be good. Florida Atlantic University uh, is where it is in Boca Boca Raton. Big t- that's a big. Big place. Man. So I'm looking forward to celebrating uh, Cinco yeah. de Mayo down there with Mama Milts coming with me on that nice. companion pass. Going to get away from the kids for yeah. a couple of days. So looking forward to that. Sally, what do you think of the pickleball talk? Oh, I enjoyed it. I didn't realize that it used the old form of volleyball scoring and that you could only win or yeah. score a point on a serve. Well, it's very it's so basically you get two you get two uh, you get two chances. Yeah, as a server. Uh-huh. So the way the scoring is a little unique, but it's it's a great sport, and I would like to personally get more into it. I haven't really. Uh, Does the Missouri Athletic Club have pickleball leagues? They do. They, they actually do. have indoor pick, and they don't have leagues. See, I think that's something they need to work on. Is yeah. uh, they, they have packed. like pickleball nights where like they have like pickle and you know yeah. what do they call it? Pickleball bash on Friday nights. You can play indoor pickleball and then go up to the bar afterwards. But uh-huh. um, I think the def they definitely need to. Step up their pickleball game because it is it's a huge deal right now in the yeah. St. Louis area and frankly nationally. Yeah. You All know. right. Should we wind it down? Wind it down. Sure. I'm craving another Rosalita's lunch on Mark. Well, <laughs> I have that same. I'll, crave. Be, I'll be canceling my credit card and you guys can go try that and then look at each other. <laughs> It'll be really uh, awesome to see you guys look at each other when the card gets declined uh, and decide who's going to pay for it. Delicious. All right. I think we'll be closing down the place at that rate. <laughs> there you go. This is the Mark Millen Show with the Smash and Sally again, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising.